Welcome to Way Down South Radio. I'm Larry Luke. Today we're talking playoffs. The Atlanta Braves are about to start their postseason bid uh, tomorrow. We are recording on a Tuesday night. Their first game is Wednesday at noon. Um, so I've got to figure out a way to get out of some work meetings to uh, to steal away and watch this game. Uh, but joining me tonight are two repeat guests, uh, David Huey. Welcome back. Good to be here. You know, you've been on the show more than anybody else. Wow. I feel honored. Yeah. You're a vet. And then again, uh, Jake Reicher here to talk some Braves playoffs. What's going yes, on, sir. guys? Glad to be back, man. Ready for some Braves baseball, man. Playoffs coming right up, so I'm hyped about it. So, Jake, are you wearing the same hat as me right now? What's going on here? Yeah, I'm rocking the uh, spring training, just the clean 2017 uh, fitted here with the Florida logo on the side. And then it's got got just the single tomahawk on the front. I thought I was being unique and grabbing my hat that had just a single tomahawk on it and nothing else because I, I don't think there ever will be another hat with a tomahawk on it and this is probably one of the very few that do have one and on top of that the placement is kind of weird and I like that like it's just enough to be like that's a Braves hat but I don't know what makes it different yeah I mean I, the thing I like about this hat is like the logo is like mid chop which is really awesome. It's like, <laughs> that's how I always envision that. Like everything you see with the Braves logo always seems to be like the tomahawk is flat and like, it's like, it's just like underlining basically the Braves like script. Yeah. But with this hat, it's like mid chop, which I love. <laughs> I love and that too. Even better now that, I mean, it kind of stinks that the chop's going away. Obviously I understand it, but, um, yeah, knowing that this like will be one of the last ones where like the tomahawk was the focal point of the logo is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, sure. I mean, David and I had touched on this in a previous episode that he appeared on, but the Native American um, tribes associated with the Atlanta Braves are cool. They're they're cool with this. So like, there's no real controversy. The controversy is being created by other people that aren't the Braves or aren't the native american tribes so like they're offended for somebody else right yeah yeah and yeah. you know i th- i think a one takeaway that i've had out of well everything going on in 2020 is like maybe we should just worry about ourselves you know <laughs> yeah like, absolutely <laughs> like worry about what's going on in your home and with your family and and things like that but like man i'm gonna wear this logo on this hat <laughs> bottom line what kind of hat are you wearing david so this is the collaboration they did with uh, Georgia Georgia last year, University of Georgia. So it has the old script A logo on the front, but it has the uh, Georgia Bulldogs G on the side. So it's a black hat. Yeah, black hat, red. So it's done in the UGA colors, red, white, and black. Nice. Yeah. I guess uh, Georgia football kicked off this weekend, huh? It did. So we had a uh, rough win, but a win. Slow start. <laughs> <laughs> a W is a W. But I figured, hey, it's you know, football season has started. I mean, we're still, you know, we're Braves fans. We're we're hyped up about the playoffs, but football's going. So, all right. So, how are you guys feeling about things? I I'm going to ask a lot of dumb questions here tonight because I have not paid attention to like the way MLB formatting has gone for the playoffs this year. It's a little different. I understand that. Um. But everyone's playing a three-game series to get the playoffs started. Is that correct? That's right. You know, I was kind of irritated that they called it the they still called it the wild card series because everybody's in, right? All sixteen teams are in the wild card. <laughs> yes. So why, why I don't know how the, they came up with that? I mean, I know we've always had the or we've had the wild card for the last you know half dozen years or so, but it's always it's the play-in game that's the wild card. But now it's like everybody's. Why not just call it the opening round? Yeah, I would have elected for something like that, too, because it's just confusing and it kind of takes away from winning the division. To me, when you say you're playing in the wild card series, it's kind of like, oh, we're like part of this, like, because the wild card game is always that one game where something crazy happens. But right. this isn't that at all. And the Braves are the number two seed. The Dodgers are the number one seed. Mm-hmm. And there's no skipping rounds. Like, the Dodgers have to play a three-game series, too. Right. That there's so what's the benefit of even 
being a higher seed in the playoffs this year. It seems kind of weird to me. So there's one, there's one benefit. So the top four teams in each division get home card, home, home court, home field, right? Okay, so all of the games are going to be played at yes. um, Truist Park? That's right. So all three, all three games will be at Truist. Braves are going to get to host. It's the only – the wild card is the only round that the teams will be playing at the home field, their home court. I keep okay. saying home court. I must have well, – I got a little, bas- I know, I got a little basketball going on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess there, there's a little edge there. I mean, not the same as if there were tons of fans there, but I guess okay. you get to sleep in your own bed. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously they're going to the bubble after the first series. So, um, yeah, I mean, the first round is going to be obviously the only piece to that puzzle. But Larry's right. I mean, with no fans, doesn't make much of a difference other than just comfort. Did y'all and see so- Trevor Bauer's tweet today? Not says- today, but he's off the rocker with some <laughs> of the stuff he says. <laughs> so apparently the first round is still considered, the wild card is still considered a bubble. It, uh, they're still having a bubble. So he was tweeting today. He's like, man, I can't have my family come stay with me at the hotel. He goes, but there's other guests across the hall from me. They're walking around. They're going to the gym. They're going to the restaurant. But I'm not allowed to have my family come stay with me. Oh, so man. it's not really a bubble. It's just a bubble. You can't bring you know, your wife and your kids. Huh. That's kind of weird because the NBA bubble is a bubble. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like yeah, there's zero in and out. And his, his follow-up was like, maybe I should just have my wife book a room across the hall. I mean, I guess, right. but like, right. he could, why didn't he just do that secretly? Why did he have to like, go ahead and like, uh, call that out? Now everyone's going to be uh, looking at that. That's the Trevor Bauer thing though. You know, he can't, I love it. And I hate it about him because he can't keep his mouth shut about it. <laughs> so he's just the type of guy that just flies off the cuff. <laughs> and, and he's one of the Cincinnati Reds aces. Is that correct? He's the guy, basically. Yeah, I mean, he's got a good chance to win this. Like this, I Young. He's a legitimate candidate, and like, yeah, the Braves are gonna have their hands full with him. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so yeah, what I'm reading into this is that we kind of got a tough draw in our matchup. You can say that. I would, I would say that it was gonna be tough no matter who they played. I mean, the other options were like the Cardinals, which we know how that ended up last year, obviously. I don't want to see the Cardinals ever again. Exactly. And it's <laughs> no. like I'm just glad Martin Marcelo Zuna is in a Braves <laughs> uniform so he can't double us to death again. <laughs> yeah, Ozuna won some uh batting titles, right? Like most RBIs, most home runs or something like that. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And back to back. National League Player of the Week two weeks in a row. Yeah, and he's still not the best hitter on the team. <laughs> Man, Which is the best part about it. <laughs> so, what's the brave strategy going to be? Just uh, score more runs, try 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 to slug out slug the other team all the way. I think that's it. Chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saying that with the most straight face? That's right. Drive for show, putt for dough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's that's it for the Braves. I mean, like you've got the Reds; they're they're a so-so hitting club, but they have really good pitching. The yeah. Braves are a so-so pitching club, if that if you can say that. And like guns blazing on the hitting side of the ball. So uh, yeah, score a lot and hope that it's more than the other team. <laughs> oh man. Man, the, it's so intense with just three three games too. Like, you would have hoped that we it would be at least a five game series, you know? Because like with three games, blinking, it's over. Yep. One mistake, and you're really in the hole. You gotta get the first one. Man, you know, you think about the wild card being all sixteen teams this year, right? And one of the reasons was supposed to be because of TV money. And if you're worried about TV money, why not make it a five game series and get even more? You would think. Yeah, Everybody's starting Wednesday, Wednesday at noon isn't going to get a ton of uh, TV eyeballs. Be, they always pick be. those crazy times, man. It's a it's a weird thing. Like I don't know how I'm going to watch. I mean, I got to work tomorrow, so it's like you know, I'll get my side stream going or something, and you know, try to piece it together. But it's tough. I mean, twelve twelve oh eight is the first pitch. It's like 
That could not be more smack dab in the middle of the day. So I have a meeting ending at noon, uh, an in-person meeting in town. So uh, I'm going to be out of there. Um, yeah. It takes me about 25 minutes to get home. So maybe miss like first inning and a half. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's the true definition of a hard stop. It's a hard yeah. stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to be, I'm going to be like doing this, like wrap sure. it up. Let's go. Right. I'm pointing at my hat. At the same yeah. time. Like, Pull the e-brake on this thing. <laughs> Get me out of here. 1155. You start pointing at the clock. Like, just so you know. The other alternative is just pulling up the stream in the office and just, but then I'm stuck at the office for That's another it. four hours. I don't want that. Yeah. No, I'd rather take my chances with the radio for the first inning and a half and then lock in once you get home. Nice, nice, nice. You remember being in school and the teacher would be, you know, kids would start packing up their backpacks and she'd like, don't pack up yet. Don't pack up. That's going to be someone talking to Larry tomorrow. Don't pack up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Uh, yeah, we are. I want to be slamming that laptop down so quick. <laughs> So anything to look out for? I think there's a lot of things to look out for. Okay. Hit um, me. I, I, the good news we heard, I think we heard it yesterday, that Acuna is available. They were kind of worried about him at the end of the season, as well as Chris Martin. He got taken out, you know, that last game. And uh, both are both are healthy. Both are available. And I think we're going to have a, a fairly healthy team. Freed's ready to go. I feel like those were precautionary measures. To, yeah. Like, I don't think Acuna was really hurt in game 60. I think he was just like, hey, let's just give him the day. Yeah. Yeah, but you still kind of have that. For, oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, he had that wrist problem this year. So when people heard inflammation, they're like, oh, like this, mm-hmm. you know, because it's one of those things like a wrist is like, it, it just doesn't, it just seems so easy um, to aggravate, like, especially when you swing a bat every day for a living. It's like the wrist is such a sensitive, it just seems like there's all sorts of, you know, cartilage and stuff that can go wrong in your wrist. Whereas, like, you know, if it's a shoulder or something, it's like, I oh, probably can play through it or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, he's a competitor, though. I don't think he would miss these playoffs for anything. What you don't want is a situation like you had with, like, Freddie in the past where he had that bad elbow and he didn't really – he wasn't playing his best, but he wasn't really telling anybody. And it's like, okay, there's a certain point where you got to step up and say, hey, you know, I'd rather have somebody out there that's fully healthy. So it is a mixed bag, but I think I do think with Acuna that it is mostly precautionary and that he's playing no matter what. And I agree with you. He's a competitor and he just loves to go out there and have fun. So I think it would have to be, uh, there would have to be something serious if, to keep him out. You know, I saw something today that the Braves were our ERA for our starting pitchers was 28th in the league. That's not good. That's <laughs> It's, it's hard to it's hard to church that up or you know paint lipstick on a pig right that's just tough but I think that you also have a lot of throwaway innings in there right when you had freed out Soroka out you brought up a bunch of guys let some mm-hmm. people you know let's let some rookies you know take a stab at it Tuki you know Tuki started a few games he didn't do that well um Fulty, you know, you could, Fulty started a game and gave up like 400 <laughs> runs right. so like right. there that's the right. stat right there. Sure. No. And then you had like Tucker Davidson last week come in and, you know, he got beat up a little bit. And yeah. Um, so yeah, David's right. I mean, they tried all sorts of things to get innings eaten when they were so hurt. It reminds me of uh, the Atlanta Falcons just a little ways down the road. Uh, passing offense number three in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, all the other defensive stats were like 31, 30, 31. There's only 32 teams for anyone keeping track, so not great. <laughs> yeah, and Dark Denard is out for the year now. No Grady, no Alukin, no, no. The both the but, corners are out. It's like, okay. But the difference is the Braves are in the playoffs, and the Falcons certainly are trending away from making them. Oh, yeah. That's right. And it's only week four. All right, so one other stat on pitching, right? We've, we've determined that their, their starting pitchers are – much better than ours. Um, I mean, Freed's phenomenal. We don't have to worry about him. I don't think he lost a game all year, did he? I don't think so. I think he went 8-0. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, when he can goes... He, can he start game one and game three? Can he cannot, let that happen? <laughs> he cannot start one and three. Yeah, that'd be tough. <laughs> now, he may be able to start one and then one, and one, one of the, one. Of the yeah. next one. Right. Yeah. But the other the other stat to look at is is uh, bullpen pitching, right? Um, their ERA was 4.5, 4.53. Our bullpen was 3.5. So even if our starting pitching um, isn't as good as theirs, it's still decent. And once the bullpens take over, then I think it's anybody's game. Not only do the Braves have great, great pitchers in the bullpen, arguably the best bullpen, I think, in the game, uh, but we also have, I mean, how many come-behind wins have we had? How many ninth-inning wins? We have more than anybody else in, in baseball. So these guys these guys don't give up. And, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of nights where I'm texting Larry, like, you still watching? And, uh, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I could not take it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah. man, we're up nine to eight now. He's but like, then I'll check eight. an hour later. <laughs> That's right. I'll check an hour later, and I see the highlights of, uh, you know, walk-offs happening and them celebrating, doing their, like, little social distancing celebration, which is That's always it. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, I will say with this, with this series, the one thing that I really do like is obviously you've got Freed going game one. Freed is almost perennially going to give up between zero and two runs in the innings that he's out there. So they don't even really have to get to Trevor Bauer. They just have to get to him a little bit or get his pitch count up and get into the bullpens. Once you go bullpen versus bullpen, this team just destroys bullpens. Like (laughs) like once the Braves get into the bullpen, like watch out because they turn it on. Quick. What's the head-to-head? Did did the Braves play this, the Reds this season? No. Oh, so we don't even know. Oh, since last year, last fall, I think. We're about to find out. That's it. I mean, I think that's yeah. that's another thing to look out for in this playoff series is you know because you had the the West, the Central, and the East, and those teams didn't play across. Like the Braves have only played um, nine other teams this year. So there's you know so of of the teams that are left, like there's still like nine teams we have not seen this year. Or maybe it's ten. I think it's ten. Well, I like I like our uh, chances in that because That's I mean, it. wait till they meet the Atlanta Braves uh, bats. Like, I, I have confidence in the bats. And watch watch, watch them turn around and get blanked tomorrow after <laughs> me saying that. I, I would be I would be very surprised. Surprised. Yes, it could happen because Trevor Bauer is like he is that good, but. I really just I'll, I'll take our bats over anything in this series. Honestly, I think I think they're good enough to beat anybody. And I mean, the thing with the Braves is they often start hot too. So if they can come out and get Acuna on right away, it could go quick because you know once he gets on, then he starts stealing bags, and the next thing you know, Freddie's up and doubling, and it's like before you know it, like you've blinked, you've thrown eight pitches, and it's two zip, and it's like I've seen that happen like how many times this year, and like. That's what they're capable of. That's the high end. So if they could just get out to a fast start, that would be really awesome, obviously. Yeah, work the pitch counts too because any inning where he's throwing 20, 25 pitches or more is a great inning regardless of whether the Braves score. It comes back to not being overly aggressive. You know, I want them to jump on him, but at the same same token with a guy like Bauer, you got to work him. So it is. It's a fine line between, you know, see a pitch and hit it and you know, still try to get his pitch count up because if you don't get him into the first in the first couple innings and he gets into a groove, that's when it's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm trying to get him pulled by the fifth inning. Right, <laughs> and that happens in the playoffs. I mean, people forget, like you know, everybody's like starting pitching, starting pitching, starting pitching. But in the playoffs, you get into the bullpen so quick that it really is more than it's like. What are you top to bottom in pitching? Like, yeah, do you that's have true. bullpen guys that can go? several innings and then sometimes you have starting pitchers that'll come in and do like a spot like relief i always think that's pretty cool like it's like oh wow you really put the team on your back for for that moment when it comes to decision games like that it's anything you got man you throw every every card in the ring and then worry worry about the worry about the repercussions later but if you don't advance none of it matters so but but I don't feel Snit coaches that way though. I think Snit all he's always trying to save something for the next game, and he's the guy that's not going to go all in and say, "All right, Freed's on two days rest. I need him to come. You know, I need him to come in and pitch the eighth or the ninth or whatever it takes to win this game." He doesn't do that. 
And uh, it's like, you realize if we don't win this game, we're done. But he still won't do it. I'm like, win yeah. now, figure out tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. And that's all, that's that's it. And the Braves, unfortunately, have never really been managed that way. Bobby Cox wasn't really that guy either. I mean, the one year they had, they played the Dodgers in the playoffs and Uribe hit that big bomb against them or whatever. Yeah. And he could have thrown Kimbrell for two straight innings and he went to Venters and they lost. And Kimbrell was like the whole time, he was like, I was telling him to give me the ball, you know, like let me go out there for two in a row. God. And so it's just like, that's the other side of that coin. You know, I'm not trying to bring up the back breakers, but like, that's the other side of that coin when you don't play like that. And it's like, do you want to throw your best arms or are you worried about how it should be? You know what I mean? So. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been how many years? Is it 17 years since we've won a playoff series? Yep. I, and I hate, again, I hate bringing that up, but I think, you know, if that's, if that's the streak, like let's break the streak, put somebody in. But I don't know if Smith's going to do it, though. Yeah, I don't know if he has it in him or not, to be honest. I love him. I love him, the person. Sometimes the manager, I want to pull my hair out. Oh, man, I'm really going to miss not being able to pull up and be there. Yeah. Uh, It's nothing like playoff baseball. I mean, a lot of people that don't watch baseball regularly tune in because playoff baseball is intense. Yeah. Oh, every pitch matters. I, I love being there. <clears throat> I'm glad we got to go last year. Jake, I think we went to the same game last year. Yeah. But I'm glad we got to enjoy that so the memory's still sl- slightly fresh because um, it sucks that we can't go this year. Yeah, I'll, no doubt. Although, David, I know you did go to some games this year, or at least one, right? I got to go to one game this year, which is pretty great. So just, just one. Um, so they did a – they had some tables in the chop house available and uh, I, I pulled some strings, called in some favors with the buddy and got on the, uh, got on a cancellation list. And uh, so me and three of my buddies got to go and uh, we're in the chop house. They kept the, they kept the window closed. Uh, so yeah, you know, you had some glass between you, but it wasn't the end of the world, but you're there in the stadium. Um, it was a really cool experience that they did. They had a, they had Fox brothers had a big, had a buffet up there. So it was all you could eat Fox brothers and, um, it was a cash bar, but then they had, you know, through the game, they're bringing out, you know, popcorn and peanuts and candy and all that kind of stuff and throwing them around at the tables. And they made it a really good experience. That sounds amazing. Now, is that uh, an opportunity that you have to go for one of these playoff games as well? Or is that? Yeah. So I, I got an email about the playoffs. And unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town all weekend. We have a uh, family trip. And uh, that once I realized that there we weren't going to have in, in-person baseball, I booked the trip, but now it's kind of like, man, I could have been at one of these games. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the few. It, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't a cheap ticket, but it wasn't that much more than a normal playoff game ticket. So, I mean, how much do you usually spend per year going to baseball games? That's right. You got to go to baseball this year. So, yeah, it was easy to, it was easy to, easy to justify. I think we ended up being like 200 bucks a person. Um, it was easy to justify that when I didn't spend, you know, what I normally spend on season tickets. All right. Sure. So, this is one game. And, uh, you know, be, there was probably about a hundred people there. And I think the Braves did that for maybe 15 games or so. So you figure like maybe 1500 people got to see live baseball this year that don't work for the Braves. And, uh, yeah. I got to be, be on that list. So it was a, uh, it was, it was a cool, um, I don't know if you want to, what you want to call that, but it's, uh, it was a cool little honor just to be able to be there. I mean, Check a box, right? You saw live live baseball this summer. I did yeah. not. That's yeah, right. pretty cool. You and the people in the Omni Hotel out there. <laughs> that's right. Right. That's right. On. And it was also the uh, it was also the night I think that we got beat eight to nothing, which is kind of awful. And uh, we're all just looking at ourselves. We're like, well, at least we got to be there at the game. And uh, I think the next night was the night that we won. What was it twenty nine to nine? Yeah. Yeah, that was the night after. I was like, man, I wish I'd have put in for the Wednesday game instead of the Tuesday game. But you know, that was a did. record, correct? Yeah. Well, it was yeah. the it was the National Tie, League record. Yeah, tied the National League record and won off the Major League record. Pretty cool. I mean, that's what we're capable of. Reds bullpen. You know who set yeah. the? Uh, yeah, they they got they need to be ready. Um, so the record was held by the is the Rangers. I think it's from nineteen ninety eight. You know who was coaching the Rangers back then? Was it ninety? Ron Washington was the coach. Johnny. Oh, Ron Washington. I was and it might have been. Yeah, he I think was, was there for a while. 
Yeah. Are you sure it was Ron Washington? If, I think I have that Johnny year Oates? right. So. Yeah. Okay. No, it was it was wrong. So I may have the year wrong, but it was Ron Washington. Uh, whenever the whenever that game was, that thirty run game. So he got to be there for the second, the, the highest, and the second highest run scored. Hey man, just cool. bring Wash in the building. You're gonna score runs. I know, man, right? It's good luck, Charlie. I'm glad he's on our team. I mean, I remember watching. I mean, I'm from Dallas, so the Rangers are my other team. And the two years that the Rangers went to the World Series, I think it was 2010 and 2011. That team could score runs. That's right. Um, so maybe he brought some of that with him, some of that mojo. Need it. I did Need want to it. ask you guys about the uh, MLB All-Star Game, the 2021 All-Star Game logo. With the game is going to be played in Atlanta next summer. Uh, that logo came out this week. Have you guys seen it? I have. I, have. Seen it. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I like that they use the Brave script in it, which is really awesome. Like the Atlanta up top, I think the the script, the fact that it has the Brave script in it is very like, I like that that's like personalized and feels like kind of a piece of our city is really in it. Mm-hmm. So I really like that about it. I like that there's like uh, some architecture in there too that yeah. reminds you of the entranceway to the, the ballpark. Mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job. I'm I'm excited to see how that looks on the side of a ball cap. Yeah, I'll definitely be uh, scoring some merch with that stuff on it. So <laughs> it's all about the merch. <laughs> it's all about the merch, man. You can't have an all-star game without the merch. No, nah, you you got to have the hat. You got to have the shirt. All that. I'm yeah. getting all of it. I'm getting all of it. I mean, because it's in Atlanta, you got to celebrate that moment. That's it. I'm trying yeah. to. Blow a ton of money on derby tickets. <laughs> I want to go to the derby so bad. Yeah, good call on that. We should figure that out like soon. That would be or really it's awesome. as soon as possible. David, you'll you'll know before any of us because you're a season ticket yeah. holder. A list membership, man. That's right. And and I have cheap seats, right? I have my my seats are about the cheapest you can get. Maybe not the cheapest, but like maybe one up from that. But uh, yeah, sign up, get get season tickets. That's what I would do. And uh, you're guaranteed as long as you have any level right. of. As long as you have a full season A list, and it may even be half half season A list, um, you get the right to purchase two All Star Game tickets and two Derby tickets. Whew. And speaking of merch, you get a hat and a T shirt. Love it. Little bonus. <laughs> you should, bro, you on, should be on A list A list ticket sales, man. I'm telling you, I'm about to I'm blow a bag it. next summer. I'm about to sign up today. Where's, <laughs> where's the form? Send it over, David. You got it. Yeah, fact, yep. facts over the form. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sales guy, you can tell. But, uh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you get, uh, if you sign up, you also get like guaranteed bobbleheads for the whole season, which is kind of cool. Um, they just give That's you a voucher. Really cool. Yeah, you get a voucher. So you don't have to show up the, you know, the game two hours ahead of time and wait in line out in the hot sun. Oh, yeah. you automatically get one. That's yeah, awesome. They just, they just, now, you can still go do it. You can still wait in line and get a bobblehead, but they give you a voucher, and you just take it to the office and the night of the game and pick up your, pick up your bobblehead. Dude, so. between bobbleheads and those tickets dude you make your money back right there just on that stuff like if you go find like those like giveaway bobbleheads on ebay they're like 40 a pop man like they go for like that's it yeah it depends on the player like you know if they're doing like a chipper jones or something it's gonna be a lot Big player or like unique stuff, you know what I mean? Like when they do like the Star Wars Braves collab, like stuff like that. That's like unique and like collectible items like that go for like good a good amounts of money because people want that kind of like off color stuff. They also do a uh, A list bobblehead every year. At least they have the last three years. What's so that? They did a. It's a bobblehead you can only get if you're A list. Oh so, yeah. my goodness! So, I think three years ago it was filled Necro. Um, I'm trying to remember who the maybe Hank Aaron between that and then last year they did a really cool series they did Eddie Matthews so Eddie Matthews is the only player that's played for that played for the Boston Braves the Milwaukee Braves and the Atlanta Braves oh, that's so, cool so they did a three bobblehead series and uh, they had him in all three uniforms that's, that's very cool so it's pretty neat so you get, you get the opportunity to get all that kind of stuff too yeah y'all ready to sign up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, fax me the forms. So can I put you down for a half or a whole season? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I did want to do some playoff predictions. Um, okay. I've got the bracket up right here. So 
I'm just going to ask you each one of these series and you tell me who you think is going to win. Kind of rapid fire, all right? Okay. Tampa and Toronto. Tampa. Tampa. Cleveland and New York Yankees. Cleveland. Yanks. Ooh. Ooh. You got, <laughs> you got some uh, Yankees fans in your family. I do, man. My dad is from the Bronx, so oh. um, I, got, I, I rock with the Bombers a little bit. Not like that. I don't watch them every night. And also... Flint Frazier is from Loganville High School, and uh, I I know him quite well because we kind of I mean we didn't grow up together, but I used to play against him in basketball and stuff. So nice. obviously, right. I always want to see him succeed. So that's so let me circle that one. Uh, we'll we'll kind of have some trash talk in our group thread later on that. Um, okay, twins wait, and wait, we got to pause. We got to pause there, Larry. You know who Clint Frazier is? Do you know like what he's known for? One of the things he's known for. <laughs> Tell me. He's like the biggest sneakerhead in baseball. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So he takes all these, you know, like high end shoes and he sends them off and he gets like cleats put on the bottom of them. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like last year he's wearing like Travis Scott ones, like in the game and all that kind of like y'all, you, you know, he was wearing like cause, cause the, four cleats. And I've definitely seen him like on yeah. nice kicks or bleacher report. That's right. Yep. Okay. That's Sweet. Jake's buddy. I'll pay attention. That's Jake's buddy. <laughs> it's my buddy, man. Well, t- tell him to send his extras my way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Twins, Astros. Now, I want to preface this with, I thought the Astros were, like, not going to be in the playoffs for some reason because they were so trash. They kind of squeaked in. Yeah, they have, like, a losing record. Okay, so who's going to win? I'll take the Twins. Yeah. I heard okay. Josh Donaldson's not even on the playoff roster, which is kind of a bummer. Why is that? It's crazy. He's hurt thigh or something. But I mean, you remember when we first talk, when we talked about this, the first podcast we did, Larry? I was kind of like bummed out that we didn't re-sign JD. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and admit it. I'll say it right here. I was wrong, and Braves uh, did the right wood. Deal, man. Signing Ozuna for eighteen mils like a steal at this point. <laughs> I mean, for for all the dongers he hits, it's yeah. totally worth it. That's he it. is raking, and Josh really hasn't done much, except that when he did get thrown out the other day. Sorry, we're getting off. <laughs> no, go, go for it. Great. The when he did you guys see when he got thrown out the other day, Larry? Yeah. Did you see that? No. So it's like I don't know what the count was or whatever. It was like three one or something like that, and they throw a pitch like outside, and he starts to like take his base because the ball is like obviously off the plate, and the dude calls it a strike, and. uh so obviously Josh is like, he's a pistol man. Like he's just, he's, he's a hothead. So he turns around and looks at him and says something, um, including the F word. Anyway, next pitch, he hits an absolute laser beam over the left field fence. So I do recall seeing this now that you mention it. Yeah. So not to be outdone by the umpire, even after he hits a dinger as a result of the call, as he's going across home plate, he kicks dirt all over the plate. Not once. He kicks dirt on the plate, touches home, goes back to the dugout, and then he's like, you know what? I'm not done yet. Goes back, <laughs> puts again. It, gets tossed, says some more words to the umpire, walks off. I'm like, this is either the most classless or awesome ejection of all time, and I don't know which one. What you're going to get with Josh Donaldson is passion, He's a clubhouse guy. He's the glue guy. He's going to do stuff to fire up everyone else. And he's like, I did my work for the game. I scored this run. Like now let me get like, that's his way of working the, um, the strike zone. That's right. You know? So I, in missing Josh Donaldson's contributions to the Braves this season, they, they probably did the right thing. Obviously with what, what we've gotten, out of Ozuna, but you know, on paper, you're like, man, like this guy was the glue in the clubhouse last year. So a, you're you're not wrong in missing him. Yeah, I mean, who who do you think replaced him, Jake? You think there's been a? Yeah, I, th- I thought Charlie was going to be that guy, and uh, he he spent very little time with the team this year. Yeah, I mean, as far as the clubhouse goes, I mean, I think they have a new identity, right? I don't think it's the same as it was when Josh was there with, like, the make it rain and all that and him with the umbrella, right? They had their own kind of, like, clicky thing. I think now it's gone really to that, like, the mix it up thing. Mix it up is a hashtag on everything now because of Ozuna with that. 
And I think they've kind of clung to those guys. Like, I think it's kind of transformed from like that, be, those glue guys being like old vets, like Freddie and Donaldson. to like the older guys kind of looking down to like the younger guys, like, I mean, Ozuna obviously isn't young, but he's like that young at heart, like really fun. Like they're like Euro stepping when they go to second and third after hitting home runs and stuff like all sorts <laughs> That's of weird fire. stuff like that. And it's like, you know, I think they've really like, it's kind of evolved from that. Like we're, it used to be like the veterans that were kind of carrying this thing and like Josh Donaldson. And now it's more like, okay, we're riding off like Ronald and Ozzy and Ozuna and like these guys energy more now. So I think it's just, it's kind of a whole clubhouse shift, but I don't know. I mean, I think Ozuna both like hitting wise and some of the, like the character stuff, I think he's kind of taken a big step to replace him, but it's a number of guys. It's still obviously Freddie, Freddie just being Freddie, like coming out, hitting 340, 30 bombs, whatever, you know, like obviously he didn't hit 30 bombs in a 60 game season, but he would have hit like 40. Like, I don't know. It's a little bit of everybody, but. And that kind of leads to another topic of, you know, do you respect these unwritten rules of baseball or do you let these kids have fun and like come up with new traditions and Eurostep going to second base and all of that? Like, that's cool. Like, that's why. <laughs> That's why young people would want to watch baseball. And I think baseball needs to open up a little bit if they want to grow another generation of fans. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I mean, you've got obviously stuff like that, the bat flips, like all that needs to come around. Like the base, like baseball needs to evolve, man. Like it, it just has to. And like, it's going to be these young, exciting players that do it. People like Acuna and these guys, like, just let them go out there and have fun, man. Within reason, obviously, like you don't want to show anybody up, but at the same time, like a bat flip, like if I hit a 400 foot dinger, I probably want to flip my bat too. Like, and you would too, you know what I mean? Like even these old heads that are like, nah, like we can't have that. Like, okay. Like you hit a 450 foot bomb and see if you don't want to pimp it. You know I what I mean? Was, <laughs> Jake, I think the number was 495. Right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 450, my bad. <laughs> Longest, yeah. It's the longest, longest in baseball this year, right? Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. and the longest one at longest one at that ballpark too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, He's you see this in every, you He's see this in every it. other sport. You know, you you see, you see like when Iverson stepped over, uh, was it Teron Liu? Like he kind of sunned him a little bit, but like that was a moment that we all remember in the right. NBA. Absolutely. And, and, and baseball needs these moments. The only people you're going to piss off is like crotchety old people. And like, I'm sorry, crotchety old people. The uniforms are going to change. Uh -huh. the, there's going to be a branding. There's going to be ads. There's going to be bat flips. Like, get with it or like, right. go eat your sandwich somewhere else. And I mean, the argument is baseball is like, it's declining. Like, its popularity is declining. Like, what? Something has to change or it's all going to be this. Like, it's just going to steadily decline. So it's like, if you like baseball and you want to keep it around, you'll adopt these changes or it's going to continue to decline and it won't be as big of a thing as it is right now. You know yeah. Or I mean? go, go watch your Babe Ruth highlights and like, get out of here. You know, like right. <laughs> we, we don't, the, the game's evolving. Okay. Right. I want to get back to these predictions. Uh, yeah, the next right. matchup, uh, Oakland athletics and Chicago white Sox. I like the A's. I think I do too. Okay. And on the other side of the bracket, we've got the Dodgers and the Brewers. You got to go Dodgers. Dodgers, for sure. Okay. I feel like this is going to lead to some more questioning I have. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals or the Padres? Oh, God. I'll go Padres. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want to talk about the cards. Yeah. I just don't, I'm, I'm going Padres because I can't, I can't pick the cards. Not after last year. I mean, the Padres have... Um, What's that dude's name? Tatis Junior. Yeah, yeah. They're so. awesome, man. The Padres are really cool. They're like another really cool NL team. That's kind of they're structured a little bit like the Braves, but possibly even younger. Yeah, and wearing cool uniforms again. Yeah, super into one. that. Really, yeah, ever good. since I got rid of that brown camo, things just started to come around. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> hey, look good, feel good, or look good, play good, right? That's it, man. Okay, uh, Chicago Cubs, Florida Marlins. 
I will hesitantly go Cubs on that one, but I think that one is going to be very tight because of the Marlins pitching. I'm saying Marlins, but it's it's a toss-up. You can't go wrong either way. Yeah, Okay. that's going to be a good series. And then lastly, lastly, we've got Braves-Reds. What are you guys really feeling? I think the Braves win this series. The Reds are the hottest team in baseball coming into the playoffs. They've won 12 of the last 14. But I'm going to be a homer and pick the Braves. All right. Me too. I'm going to be a homer. I want the Braves <laughs> to win. This is the year for it. Okay, so if the Braves advance and they play either the Cubs or the Marlins, I, I think like the Braves. it's an easier road. Yeah. I think, I think they're good there. I love our chances against those two teams. I mean, the Cubs scare me a little more than the Marlins, mostly because we've been stomping the Marlins out all year long. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a very winnable series if they get through the Reds. Okay, and then advancing on to there, they would face either the Cards, the Padres, the Brewers, or the Dodgers. Most people would probably say the Dodgers are coming out of that pack. I think so. Right. I think if that series ends up what we say it is, we it would be it would be Dodgers pods, which would be a very interesting series. The Dodgers are I mean, they're the Dodgers, man. They're tough. There's no doubt about it. You can have their hands full there if the Braves make it there. Braves Dodgers. That that just gives me flashbacks to being at Turner Field and watching that, <laughs> right. that team uh, go ham on us. That was not fun. Mm-hmm. Braves have been I, very, very bad against the Dodgers in recent years, too. Yeah, I wasn't making a lot of money back then, and I was still spending a ton to go to those playoff games. Worst idea ever. <laughs> those so memories hard. aren't great, you know? <laughs> That's right. yeah. No. So hard. Okay, so realistically, are you where are you seeing the Braves this year? Is it World Series or bust for us? That's what Acuna said. That's what I say. I mean, this is. I mean, yes, you've got some injuries. Obviously, ideally, you'd have Soroka, but that's really the only excuse you can make. I mean, like Hamels, did you really think he was going to be like the guy? You know what I mean? Like, you can't. Well, really we talked make- about that last time. We're like. He was gonna do some flat grounds, and I—I I don't. He, did he? Did he play one game? One for game. The Braves? One game, and then his. One I don't know. Then his shoulder cramped up again. Sixty pitches, three earned runs. I have some. This is probably a family-friendly podcast, so I won't say what I really think about him. But <laughs> this isn't a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to click the. Um, I have to click the like explicit box like almost every time. <laughs> I, I publish an episode. Okay, so he made eighteen million dollars uh, this season as a Braves player for pitching well, three three innings. Yeah, it was decreased him. It was a prorated amount because of the virus. But so he only really made like six million. Oh, got right. it. Because it was like one third of the season. I, I heard the breakdown. I, don't, I, I saw two different. I think two different ways they broke it down. But I think it was one hundred and fifty grand per pitch. Wow. <laughs> Pretty solid money. That's, yeah, it's decent. Man. I mean, yeah, that's that's decent. The best uh, was the one of them that he, I don't know which one he <laughs> The one day that Hamels got hurt, we were all three were exchanging. <laughs> the best one was the dude in the pile of money on the ground. <laughs> and it said, uh, how how he really hurt his shoulder. Footage of how he hurt his shoulder. Doing snow angels in money. Pile of money. Like the old Scrooge McDuck in the gold pool. Dude, yeah. I died when I read that. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hate on him so much because, like, we don't really know what's going on with him and his arm and all of that. But in hindsight, you you just kind of wish that the Braves would have taken that money and and had talent to, that contributed to the season as opposed, to, as opposed to just kind of spending it in the background. My argument about that, though, is like 18 million. What could you have gotten on one year? 22 million. Like if you'd spent a little more on a Trevor Bauer or somebody like that, like 
what could you have gotten instead of having this like number three old guy? Like if you would have just fessed up a little more dough, you could have had like a frontline rotation guy. And then it would have been like, they would have been gangbusters, man. They would have ran to the playoffs. Cause even maybe. without Soka, it would have been him and free him and free. Yeah, maybe the Braves would have been the one seed at that point. That's right. right. You never know. But I don't know. I, I think the two seed might have actually helped us because after going through that bracket, I, I'm kind of feeling more comfortable with where we're at if we can get past the first round. So, I don't know. But, yeah, that's the argument with Hamels. And I wouldn't hate him so much if he didn't pitch for the Phillies for so many years. That's part of the, that's so part he of comes in with a little bit of uh, – Yeah, like I just feel like he's the type of guy that would just like come here and just like try to screw everything because he pitched for the Phillies and hated the Braves. <laughs> you think you think players have allegiances like that? You think players carry their like the teams that they previously played for with them? In I think way? it depends on the player, but I do think there's probably a little bit of that. I don't know if that's Hamels. That was kind of more of just a facetious thing, but also who knows? Well, it happens in soccer sometimes, like when a player scores on the team that they were previously on they won't celebrate some of them right. some of them will be like like their teammates will run over because they scored a goal and they'll like they'll like kind of calm it down and be like no i'm not celebrating like these are still my guys yeah that's uh, pretty that's kind of classy um and that actually happened against atlanta united uh mm-hmm. i think it was like a week and a half ago a former player for atlanta united now plays for miami scored and he went and did like an alley oop celebration, and I was like really pissed off about that. I was like, yeah. you, you would have thought that maybe there'd be like a little less animosity there, or a little—I don't know—just given the option, I wouldn't have done that. Right. But then again, we're talking unwritten rules again, so. Right. Exactly. So, which side do you want to be on, Larry? Well, <laughs> when it's against my team, I'm mad. Exactly. Anybody else cares. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a season wrap up right so yeah do the braves chase ozuna next year for me i'm throwing the absolute book at him like i am throwing backing up the brinks truck like let's get this guy on like you see what the offense is with him unless there's an option out there where they're like we can't pass this up yeah, but they have to do something. Like they can't just hope that this number four hitter is going to magically appear. It's not going to happen. Like Acuna is obviously the leadoff guy. Freddie loves the two. Yeah. Like they need to get a guy that can hit third and fourth. So if it's not Ozuna, it has to be somebody. But for me, when you now that you've seen like his upside, even if you have to pay out the wazoo, like if you're going for it now, like you absolutely have to. And outside of his contributions on the field he's the chemistry man yeah he's he's the fun in the clubhouse yes so that's an intangible like you don't know how much that's worth price wise i just for me it comes down to one thing what happens with the dh rule because he's he's awful in the field right no he's horrendous so if the dh becomes a permanent thing in the national league i think you have i'm with i'm with jake right throw the book throw you know open your wallet back up the brinks truck get the guy on the team but if there's no DH next year, do you really want that guy in the field? He's going to drop a ball a game. Yep. I uh, I tend to agree with you with that. That's something I didn't really like. I mean, I had thought about it before, but I didn't think of in my answer. But, yeah, that's definitely a piece of the puzzle because he's a liability out there. Let's be do you honest. know if and when MLB will decide what the rules are for next season? Is there, like, a predetermined date to, like, meet? owner's meeting or anything like that there's yeah like during summer meetings that probably comes out before free agency because they have to give everybody like you know people have to know what they're going into free agency for you know yeah yeah, there's meetings um and they kind of kicked the can down the field a little bit this this year because they made the temporary changes for the 60 game season Mm -hmm. you know the dh the you know, the guy on second base for extra innings, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Did we like that rule? Oh, oh man. For a 60 game season, I think it's great. I think, yeah, go away. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but only probably because it worked out for us. But I would like to see the DH stay. But, you know, know, 
was in a different situation, I'd probably say the opposite. But you know, I, I'm with Jake as a you know, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, and uh, but seeing the DH, it's kind of like, man, it's kind of nice not to have you know, Fulty and Freed and Soroka up there to bat when you know it's, it's automatic gonna out. out. That's it. Right. They come up right, and every now and again they laid out a bunt, or you know, maybe they bloop something over. But it's nice to have a bat up there. Yeah, I know. That's when you look at like coming up next, and you're like, "There's a pitcher in the middle." You're like, like "We're done." The, right. There's a pitcher in the nine hole. It's like coming yeah. up next, eight, nine, and one. It's like and you got the loved. You got the pitcher before Acuna, right? Yeah. What's exactly. the point? And I was just that's I was just about to say that. That's the one thing that I really loved about this lineup is when the days that they put like when Ozzy was coming back from injury and they put him in the nine hole, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like you get to the end of our lineup and then you gotta deal with Ozzy, Acuna, and Freddie. Like yeah. have fun. Like, <laughs> like fans be in the eight hole, right? Then Ozzy. Right. I mean, right. like, you never got a chance to catch your breath. We just right. kept going like, strong. They're impossible to pitch to on the days that Darno plays. That's fun to watch. Oh, nobody wants nobody wants to watch a pitcher swing a bat anymore. No. All right, no. you heard it here first. DH is going to stay. Awesome. I think they should get rid of the second base rule, though, for when things are back to normal. I think that's just very – it was fine for this year, but I think that's just very – like that's just a little league rule to me. I just I don't think they can adopt that full time. Yeah. Got it. Okay, guys, I'm going to chop this up and I'm going to publish this thing tonight because awesome. we got a game tomorrow. Let's go. Thank Thanks for having us on again, Larry. It was awesome. Yeah, Thank you so much for being on. Let's wish our guys luck. And uh, maybe, maybe we do it again if we go to the World Series. When we go to the World Series. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. By that time, Freddie will have an MVP trophy to his That's name, right. too. Okay, real quick. At noon tomorrow, what kind of beer are you guys cracking? I'm going to be driving. So I'm oh. actually going up to this uh, family beach trip over North Carolina. So my uh, my wife will have to deal with the Braves for three and a half hours during the drive. What? Well, okay. Once you get there, what beer are you cracking open? Man, I'm, I'm going to have to take – I'm probably going to take some Rec Ale. Ooh, solid choice. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good beach beer. It's a good, you know, easy drinking, watching baseball beer. All right, Jake, what about yourself? This is what I'm on. Wild Leap ETA, Transcontinental IPA. Mm. Nice. Shout out to uh, the unofficial official beer of Way Down South Radio, Wild Leap. Um, got some, ooh, some Terrapin Hopsecutioner. Yeah. We've got a drop in hand like normal, but I think tomorrow I got some uh, Three Taverns uh, Enchantress. Oh, it's yeah. like a new sour. It's like a cranberry Ooh, nice. sour. Nice. So I'm going to give that a try. See what happens. Go. Good stuff. It's, it's a good beer. First time I had that was at a Revival over in Decatur. Nice. And oh. if they play well, then I'll have to just keep drinking that all playoffs. We'll see. Can't go wrong. That's great. Got to stay hot. Get hot and stay hot. <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks for being on. We'll talk soon. Enjoy it.